Welcome to Coffee House Questions. How are you guys doing today? The question I want to talk about today is why isn't creation taught in schools? You're listening to Ryan Pauly with Coffee House Questions. Back in about January and February, I was taking my students through uh, the doctrine of creation, looking at what Christians believe about how God created the world, Uh, and along with that, we looked at evolution. Uh, I believe strongly that we have to introduce our students to evolution, to Darwinian macroevolution, explain it, how they would hear it when they arrive in college and they're sitting in a biology class and they have an atheist professor teaching them evolution. We need to explain it the exact same way, help them understand it clearly, and then help them think through the different points uh, that are made. Because I strongly believe that when paired up macroevolution, Darwinian evolution versus creation, creation is so much stronger and the evidence for creation makes so much more sense. So as we were talking through this issue, um, a lot of my students uh, would ask me, so if creation makes so much more sense and is more strongly based on science, why isn't it it taught in schools? And we talked about that for a little bit, um, but now just recently uh, something came out and I think this gives a very clear example as to why creation is not taught in schools. If you go to journals.plos.org, you will find a peer-reviewed journal uh, website uh, where people are able to post uh, their findings and receive reviews from um, other experts in the field. Um, I will post uh, the the links uh, that I'm going to talk about right now to uh, my website, coffeehousequestions.com. If you're listening to this, you can go to coffeehousequestions.com. Uh, Find the blog or the uh, podcast titled, Why Isn't Creation Taught in Schools? And you can see the links and the references that I'm using here. But the article that was published on January 5th, 2016, uh, was published by four Chinese scientists titled, Biomechanical Characteristics of Hand Coordination in Grasping Activities of Daily Living. Now, from what I understand in this article, uh, what these scientists were doing is they were trying to look at how the human hand functions to better understand the ways it is able to grasp materials uh, so that they could better uh, create robotic hands and make them more high-tech. Now, before I kind of get into the article a little bit, um, one thing I found absolutely fascinating uh, is their discovery of 33 different ways the hand is able to grasp things. Uh, Whether it's a large diameter cylinder where the hand is almost open to a very small kind of a wooden dowel, uh, to where the thumb is out, to where you have just your thumb and your index finger, or you're holding something with two fingers like you would with a writing tool, uh, or using chopsticks or holding a baseball, and all these different ways that our hands are able to grasp something. And it's just fascinating and just thinking, what if we could only hold on to something one way? What if we could only hold a large cylinder uh, and we could not hold something like a pencil? How would kind of life just be different? And it's just fascinating thinking of these 33 different ways that these scientists uh, kind of discovered for um, how we're able to grasp things in everyday uh, activities. 
so this article was published on, uh, as I said, January 5th, 2016, and immediately it started getting critiques. Here's what a few of these uh, critiques from editors of the journal said. One of the editors of the journal said, this article should be retracted and the handling editor should be dismissed. As an editor for this journal, I am appalled. Another said, I think that pretending to defend a creationist argument, non-science, in a science journal raises serious doubts about the whole enterprise. The paper should be retracted, and as an editor, I believe accepting this situation would seriously damage our credibility. Another uh, editor um, pretty much said that he was going to uh, consider resigning. He says, I will consider resigning unless exemplary actions are taken uh, by the journal. And so what is it that is this creation, uh, creationist argument that the scientists use in this journal that people are so upset about? Well, here it is. In the abstract, they say, the explicit functional link indicates that the biomechanical characteristic of tendinous connective architecture between muscles and articulations is the proper design by the creator to perform a multitude of daily tasks in a comfortable way. Now that has a lot of big words in it, but the, the wording that is the issue is that it says it's proper design by the creator. Now if you search uh, creator in this document, it actually happens, it comes up three times. Another time they said, Hand coordination affords humans the ability to flexibly and comfortably control the complex structure to perform numerous tasks. Hand coordination should indicate the mystery of the creator's invention, end quote. And here they're saying that there's this mystery of how the creator invented the human hand. And in the conclusion, they say, quote, in conclusion, our study can improve the understanding of the human hand and confirm that the mechanical architecture is the proper design by the creator for dexterous performance of numerous functions, end quote. The architecture, the mechanical architecture, is the proper design by the creator. Now that is what got people upset. Talking about a creationist argument. Three times, once in the abstract, Twice in the article, they reference a creator. Uh, other comments on this um, published work says, as others have noted, utilization of an intelligent design creationist framework for explaining human anatomy is not acceptable in a scientific, for a scientific journal. One guy says that there is something seriously wrong with a journal that would approve of this type of wording. Now, what is the problem with the wording? Uh, this person puts it very well. He says, quote, a more important issue is that the review process that allowed such nonsense as, quote, creator to appear in a journal purportedly devoted to science, end quote. As you look through these comments, I have yet to find one that has a problem with the science that is used. They don't have an issue with, with the scientific method, with this scientific discovery, but it is with the creator. Now, after all of these comments, you can go to the uh, journals.plos.org and you can find this article. And at the top, this journal 
this article by, uh, published by these four scientists has been retracted. And here is the explanation for why the article has been retracted. He says, quote, Following publication, readers raised concerns about language in the article that makes references to a creator and about the overall rationale and findings of the study. Consequently, the PLOS 1 editors considered the work cannot be relied upon and retract this publication. The editors apologized to readers for the inappropriate language in the article and the errors during the evaluation process, end quote. Here it is. Their science was not wrong. They're not complaining about the science that was done here. They're complaining about a word, creator. The fact that they put the word creator in their article caused this uproar of comments and people critiquing them, people saying that the editor should be fired. In fact, one comment makes, uh, makes it look, it says, uh, the, here it says, um, the editor who approved of this work um, is listed here as um, the Ohio State University Medical Center is where he uh, works. And one person's comment says, has Ohio State University Medical Center, where he works, been notified of his termination and reasons? So according to this one person's comment, it looks like this uh, editor of the article was fired um, for allowing an article that references a creator. Now here is one of the reasons that um, is given. The goal, this is uh, one of the comments, it says, quote, the goal of science is to develop a natural explanation for the natural world without reliance on supernatural forces, end quote. Now, that makes sense. I understand that you want to try and find uh, a natural causes for the world. But what if what you find points to a supernatural cause or points not even to a supernatural, but points to an intelligent cause? Right? If you find pottery in an archaeological dig, you don't sit around for years trying to find a natural cause for how the pottery got in the ground. As soon as you see the design of the pottery, you say, someone designed this. Someone created it. And here's the same thing. They see the design, the architecture of the human hand, and just say, someone created it. They don't say God. They don't, they don't say Christianity, but someone created it the design of the creator, and there is an uproar. And so the question is, well, why isn't creation taught? Why isn't uh, intelligent design talked about within the scientific community? Well, because the moment you bring up a hint to fact to that something that we were created, it just, an uproar starts where people start threatening to fire people. It's possible that people got fired People are, are, are saying that they're going to resign, that this is unacceptable. And here it is. They have a commitment to naturalism. Naturalism is the only way that we can explain how we got here. And if you try and say that something has been designed, therefore something created the human, and you point to something outside of a natural cause, it is not allowed. This article was removed, not for its science, but for the fact that it referenced a creator. That is why intelligent design is not taught in universities. That's why it's not taught in schools. Because, now, I do want to say very, I, I, I want to give credit. 
if you look through all of the comments, there were people trying to defend uh, this article, saying what's wrong with uh, intelligent design. But the loud people won. The people voiced their opinions the loudest, threatening to resign, threatening to pull all their support of this journal. They won. They pressured the journal to remove the article, giving any reference to a creator. So intelligent design creation is not taught in schools, not because it's not scientific, but because it's not allowed. You're not even allowed to talk about it. And if you do, it's called bad science. It's not science. You're not being scientific. And jobs start to be threatened. Does it really seem like they're out trying to discover what is truth? It doesn't look that way. I hope you enjoyed uh, listening this week. If you have any comments, I would love your comments. Uh, you can go to coffeehousequestions.com and comment on uh, this podcast. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Ryan Polly with Coffee House Questions. <laughs>